creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Today on Culture Click, we are in Crisco Commons with comedian Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle travels all over doing comedy and has even been in movies and TV shows including Hubie Halloween and Breaking Bad. We got to learn how Lavelle got into comedy, what his comedy style is, and about other projects he's currently working on. This is KJ with Lavelle Crawford on Culture Click. So I'm here today uh, with Lavelle Crawford, who just got done performing uh, here on campus at Winona State University. How are you doing tonight, Lavelle? I am well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so you obviously just got done performing. Uh, how, how do you think it went? Man, it, it went good. It went good for uh, a, a post-pandemic uh, uh, first time out show. Uh, it was it was good. It was it was good. And then and like I said, I haven't done a comedy uh, college in uh, 20, 25 years. I mean, I used to do college. I used to do like I was in uh, what's it called NACA and all that. I did a lot of those kind of things back in the day. Then I went out with this uh, black comedy tour. Uh, with Brian Dennis, so we did a bunch of colleges all over the country, and also did the uh, other knack I can't think of the name of, but anyway, uh, I think it was fun, you know, and I was glad to, you know, do something for the students who, you know, are still trying to make their way in America during this triumphal time, and y'all nurses, a lot of nurses up here, future nurses that's going to be out helping America get back on his feet, so, you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, what made you get into comedy? Uh, getting kicked out of the house, I think, you know. <laughs> my, 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 I, I flunked out of college. Uh, flunked out of college, man. I, I, like I said, I, I went to uh, Missouri Western State College first. I played football, then I lost my scholarship because of my grades. And I came home, went to community college, and uh, after that I was going, you know, trying to do find my way in the world, and, and I knew I had to do something. I used to watch Richard Pryor, and I met Sinbad at my college, actually. We brought him up, up there when Sinbad was younger, and before he even blew, really became major. And I saw him, and I thought it was epic, because I, you know, as far as urban comedians or black comedians, I, uh, I only knew Richard Pryor and Red Fox. So when I've seen, I've seen Sinbad, I was amazed and I thought it was great. He was a cool dude. I got his autograph still on a, a piece of the board. Uh, a piece of the board at home uh, at my mom's house. And I thought it was incredible, man to see him and I said, man, that's something I want to do. I want to be a rapper, but then the, the, the rap game, I would make jokes about people, so that, that wind up being funny. So I said, man, maybe I should do stand-up, and I, I went up, and when I got home after many times in school, uh, I went up and uh, and got it. I said, Lord, if I get one laugh at the funny bone in St. Louis, I'm making a career. Here I am, 35 years later. Awesome. So, uh, what what kind of style of comedy would you say that you do? 
I think I'm that everybody's funny uncle style. I, you know, just let it come from the hip and have no filter. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, that's what I do. I, I like to do fun, no-brainer, but also have to use your use the message that I'm putting in it, even though it is a no-brainer. Some of the stuff I may touch on, it still has a has merit and has some has some uh, reason. So that's what I kind of guy am. It's just to say it and go against the grain kind of guy. Okay. So when it comes to like, do you write a lot of your material, or is it just kind of on the spot? Uh, sometimes, a lot of times it's on the spot, but I have wrote a lot of, wrote, wrote a lot of, uh, wrote, a, wrote a lot of comedy, and I do everything. The stage is my, uh, writer's guide, you know, because I think the audience will let you know if you should say it again. You know, you always try it three times. You know, that's why I wrote in my book. You try something three times, and, uh. If it don't work on that third time, leave it alone. Or find your audience. And you always got to find your audience. Or find the people that's going to laugh. Oh, so you, so you wrote a book then? Yeah, I wrote a book. It's called The Comedy School Guide to Stand Up. It's a handbook. I'm hopefully going to do some seminars and webinars around the country. Uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully uh, you know, people will look at it. And I don't know if it's going to make you as funny as me. Or, or even funny, or even a successful comedian, where you'd be the best you you could be with the book. That's what I look at. Awesome. It's on Amazon right now. Oh, that's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, what I did know is that besides being a comedian, you're also an actor. You've starred in Breaking Bad, Hubie Halloween, and a bunch of other stuff that I looked up, and I'm like, I was impressed. What's that like? Oh. It's, it's a blessing, you know, God has been good to me because comedy has been the, the key, the doorway to all that stuff. And stand-up has, you know, been opening all the doors. Breaking Bad was an honor because I didn't even know about when it first came out. I got to watch, like, the pilot, I think. Never got to watch it again, but then I didn't know that I was going to be part of such a big, iconic show. Uh, that they turned into a movie in some ways and everything. So, and then I got a spinoff with Better Call Saul. So, I mean, it's been an incredible opportunity to be in it. Yeah, it, it sounds very interesting, especially with some of the other projects. And a lot of them were kind of more comedy movies and films and shows. So I, it's a pretty good fit for you. Yeah, I mean, I... I I, I love it, man, because, you know, like I, like I said, the open door I met uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler requested me in his movie, and he, I was always a big fan of his. And uh, he had his first movie called Ridiculous Six, and, and I, I was just, like, enamored, uh, enamored uh, that he allowed me because I always said I wanted to be like Adam Sandler because he, when he does movies, he always books all his his friends, and I thought that was fantastic, you know, that he books all of his friends, and uh, and I said that's what I want to do is give my friends who may not get that opportunity because Hollywood is so fickle and people with power they pick who they want and you might not get it, but if I you know when the guy allowed me in that door to able to call the shots, that's what I'm gonna do just like him. Wow, that's that's impressive that he actually like requested you. Yeah. That's I'm I'm 
I'm amazed. Oh man, I mean, you. Oh my God. I, mean, I was just like, I, I said, is this serious? I mean, it, it, it's just so amazing when you you step out on faith and you put your, you just go for what you know. You realize that, uh, hey man, nothing, nothing, nothing can stop you. There's nothing, nothing out of your reach. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you kind of mentioned a bit on how COVID-19 has affected your gigs and stuff, but uh, you're obviously touring mm -hmm. a bit now because you mentioned in the show that you're going to... Toledo, Ohio. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how how else, like, were you off for a few months when COVID ori originally started? Or? Oh, yeah, I think everybody was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think, it, and some people work from home, but I think everybody was... Uh, off and and I like I said honestly I got a little wary because like I said you know I honestly I'll be honest on stage I mean I have a degree maybe in a, but I can't get it because you know it's up there and I had papers to the loan and you know so I don't have really that the comedy was I've been doing it thirty some years it's hard to just like oh, I'm gonna fill out the application and hopefully you know. But I use my time wisely. I, I started, I, like I said, I started writing. I wrote a children's book also called uh, Fishing with My Big Daddy. It's about my grandfather. The first time he took me fishing. And, you know, and so my son did all the illustrations. Uh, hopefully it'll be out everywhere. And I'm praying in about uh, a month. Uh, That's you know, awesome. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it, you know, I just started being creative and it's just staying, staying creative. And, you know, I did my Instagram post and all that stuff. And I went through a few stressful moments like everybody else. But, you know, you know, one thing I say, and I always talk about God kept me, kept my head straight. And, and I was able to persevere through it. And I mean, when they called me and said, hey, you want to you wanna get back out? And I was like, yeah, please. And it was rough being trapped in that house. I love my wife and kids, but it's like. It's like sometimes you you need that uh, moment. Yeah, I understand living with uh, three other girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of been stressful. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I mean, you you go to you, you you know it's like my you know I love my children you know my wife and stuff but you know I was caged up and, but it just taught us how to to persevere through adversity. I mean it's just like it's like a different adversity. Like I was talking about the snowstorm and I lived in Houston. I mean our water was off, our electricity off, right in the middle of about me and my wife's anniversary, and we was trying to go to go out of town. We couldn't leave because. Because the snowstorm was coming, we stayed in the hotel. The electricity went off in the hotel. We in the dark. Then my kids said it was off at home, so we tried to get home. And then we get home, the water's off, the electricity off, and we thank God we had bought this big generator, man. So we was able to make some things happen. And, but you know, in the midst of it, just helps you be creative and you know mm -hmm. learn how to fight. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, I I have friends who live in Texas and. It was really scary for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people was not ready, you know. A lot of people were not ready. Uh, so, this might be a big question, but what was your big break when you finally thought, I made it? Honestly, I don't think I have yet. I, really? think, I think I'm still on that verge. I think that, I think once I do a sitcom that lasts maybe about four or five years and, and uh, you know, start my own uh, 
uh, movie, starring a, a big budget movie, I think that's when I feel like I made it. But I have made it to a point that, you know, a place like Wyandotte University, a school I, I never heard of, wanted me to come down and do a show, which I'm off the radar. I, I would think I would be off the radar from the school, but, you know, I'm. people call me a, they say, you know, a lot of people, you're a legend, you're a goat, blah, 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 you know, and so being, being that, that this is that, it's, I think I made it in that aspect as far as solidifying myself as being a funny comedian. I think that's one thing I've done. I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where all have you traveled and performed then? All over the United States? I have done it in the U.S. and out of the U.S. I've been to uh, Ahmad, Jordan, London, England. I've been to Germany. I've been wow. To, yeah, I've been... I've been in places, the Bahamas, several places, and performed everywhere, wherever. This has no bounds. Okay. Where, where was your favorite place to perform? Favorite? Hmm. You know, tricky question. Yeah, uh, it's tricky. I, I don't know. I, I think I enjoyed the troops because, you know, it was fun, like Germany, and I might enjoy it because those guys over there, you know, scared to death and risking their lives, and I think that that there was a lot of fun. And you know, I mean, of course, in the in the states, there's always places like Vegas, Atlantic City, and stuff like that. But Atlanta, Birmingham, uh, I, you know, I think I think anywhere people come out and want to have a good time, that's my favorite place to stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's always what you want as a comedian. Mm -hmm. You want to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. And yeah, with COVID and mask wearing and social distancing, it's a little weird looking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the good thing about it, I've, I went out in 2020 and I started doing it, so I got used to it. And the powerful thing about it, like, that, you know, in some states, they're, they're being more lax, lax with it when you're sitting down at the table. So. I'm starting to see more people laughing and smiling. Now I got a mask on it, you know, you know, so that that is rewarding, you know. It's just fun to have that going on. So that's my that's where my spirit, like the Holy Spirit is gonna change all this so we can get back to enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And it's really helpful because a lot of people are very reactive when yeah. they're laughing, you can easily tell by their body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, I can, you know, when you hear them, you can hear them, you know. So it's like, you know, it's like, what I love is I can get a person to laugh while they take it off, you know, and that's my, that's my goal. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so you mentioned you've never heard of Winona before. I've heard of the name Winona, Winona Judge, and, and Winona Ryder. I said, is this a school of shoplifting? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you're here now. Would would you ever come back and perform again? Oh sure, cause you 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 know I, anybody that likes me, I like that. <laughs> you know, and, and I would love to come back. You yeah. know, and uh, and I hope that I come back with, like I said, when it's a little warmer, with the people are coming out and they're more adjustable and everybody want to have fun and you know it got past that they loosened up because I. I see the tightness. I see it, I, and I and I understand. I mean, I don't know where where is Minnesota on the on how they how are they still 
what's their thing now? What's uh, their rules now? Um, we've like within the past maybe two three weeks we've lifted a lot of restrictions. Okay. So a lot of our bars in uh, public areas are open again, where people can have more capacity inside. Um, because our numbers have gone down now that the vaccine has come out. Mm. Um, so it's it's been relaxed but a lot of the time beforehand everything was shut down yeah, yeah. uh especially when we came back for college yeah, they yeah. literally shut everything down uh, like yeah. in preparation for us coming back yeah i i, I would assume they would and uh so do you know the ratio of students that came back did a lot of them come back or did uh, um a lot of them did come back as far as i know uh, um because this is a big college town um, it was at lower capacity within the dorms and stuff everyone was like one to a, an actual dorm room um, but I know a lot of my classmates who have come back um, uh, my roommates say a lot of their uh, classmates have also like are in the area but none of us are really on campus if we already live off campus we're just here in case we need to but I do know a lot of people who did stay home. Okay. Um, and because it was just easier for them to Zoom. Okay. Um, but otherwise, next, we have found out that next, starting in the fall, classes will resume in person. In person, okay. For, yes, for basically the most part, they want to get us back in person now. Right. Which I'm glad. Yeah. Because it'll be my last year, so. Oh, okay. Okay, congratulations. Thank you. You got you got a job now, Melvin uh, Media. Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, by because uh, this is an uh, internship right now, right. so by doing this, I'm hoping it'll lead to a job. Yeah. Um, I guess you know I did radio a few times. I did it for a year with uh, Tom Joyner. I was on there. I had segments, a comedy segment on there. And I enjoyed it. I was, I'm praying that I still give me a radio show, you know, because I, I mean, I think radio will always be around. I think it's still alive. I know podcasts will be on. That's, I think that's the way to go. So I'm working on bringing my podcast up to park. And I, I've been doing, I probably got, I got like 600 listeners, but I just, I haven't really implied myself, you know, to it like I should. Yeah. Yeah, podcasts are definitely kind of more the way to go now, yeah. especially considering you can do what you want. Yeah. Or with radio, you have limitations. Big time. Big time. <laughs> and the thing about only the podcasts is cool. You get you get sponsors, but you know, you know they get spotted by and on your show. They already know what you do. Yeah. You know, yeah. No yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's also exciting. You have, you do a lot. You've been in movies. You've, you're obviously a comedian. Mm -hmm. You're making a podcast. You've written books. What haven't you done? Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't uh, got to shoot my own movie, direct my own movie. That's up and coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's my goal right now is just to do that. Uh, bring that to life, and you know. I mean, like you said, I you know I don't I don't want to have no rock unturned. I, I love trying to be creative. I think that's the best thing in the world. Yeah. To be creative. I mean, 
I mean, I think people get bored with it. I, I think they don't understand that you need creative people. I mean, our, our museum's gonna die if we don't have a, a great artist come and come and do something new, not regurgitating. You know, music will die if somebody don't come and be, you know, every Drake ain't gonna live forever. I mean, you know, Kanye going into business and other businesses. We gotta find talented, you know, you got Travis Tripp can't sing it for the rest of his life, or, you know, so it's gotta always be something new. Talented people, rock, classical, whatever. So, and, you know, comedy, I ain't gonna be around for, uh, that forever, so don't do Lavelle, do you. Find your comedy, find your world. You know, that's, that's the strategic uh, plan in this game is be creative. Find that way to keep things going from you. Not TikTok, not Instagram, <laughs> not none of that. You got to find your world, you know, like, you know, uh, to come in the hard way. Like, like American Idol to me, that's hard. You know, America got talent, that's hard. You getting on there where you got judges and you got to go through the preliminaries and work your butt off. That's, you know, bringing your talent to really learn how to be talented. Sitting at home and making a quick video that you can edit, it's too simple. Yeah. Uh, so final question, where can people learn more about you? I have a website called uh, ComedianLavelleCrawford.com. It has a lot of abouts and all that. Um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. Instagram is a... Uh, L-A-V-E-L-L-S at AOL.com. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's my point. I'm sorry. L-A-V-E-L-L-S-T-H-A, the comic, C-O-M-I-C, the comic. Uh, you can find me um, there. Uh, Facebook is Comedian Lavelle Crawford. Uh, uh, also, you can hit me on my Gmail. That's my uh, fan email, fan page. You can do, hit that up. It's Comedian Lavelle Crawford at gmail uh, uh like i said give me books my comic my comic book my, my children's book i I'm a, my podcast is called lavelle crawford unscripted on anchor and you can find it is where you can get me on all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so they can find you as long as they search your name yeah. you'll pop up somewhere yeah, i will i will i got my irons in every fire until i go off the grid <laughs> Well, thank you, Lavelle, so much for doing this. You. Your thank show you was too, amazing. Man. Appreciate that. Thank uh, you so much. I, I was glad I was able to get through it and make it, it come down and make y'all laugh. I had fun. It was a, it was an interesting moment. I wondered what it was gonna be about, but hey, it, I, I did it. You did it. That's right. When Zoom, it was live. <laughs> and hopefully we'll see you back here oh, yes. sometime soon. Most definitely. They'll come back. I mean, as soon as they won't be back, I'll be back. I'll tell them to bring you back. All right. <laughs> Thanks again to Lavelle Crawford for the interview. To learn more about Lavelle and any upcoming projects, go to ComedianLavelleCrawford.com. To stream today's episode or any other episode of Culture Click, go to kqal.org under the podcast tab. This is KJ on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click.